Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Guys of a Certain Age back. Jay wrestling in studio even before we start. God. Wrestling or wrestling? What, what, what's, what did you say? Yes. Wrestling. 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 Yeah. Robbie Koblenz joined by Jay Reed. We know that for sure. Right? Here I am. And who else is here? Art Shirley. Art is surely here. How are you guys doing today? Apparently I have a tone, but aside from that, I'm doing great. <laughs> I just want the record to reflect it was not me who said he had a tone. It was Art Shirley who said he had a tone. I had a tone, but uh, apparently I see why. <laughs> That was in here with him for five That's minutes right. before you got here. <laughs> wow. And let the record reflect that he pointed at me when that was said. And I'm like throwing things all over the place. So how are you guys doing? You doing okay? Doing well. Well, were you doing okay before you walked in, Jay? I was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on one of my weird days off that doesn't feel like a day off, but you know, it's a day doing different things. Let's put it that way. A day of doing different things. Well, that's good, I guess. So, all right. Art, how's, how's the move coming? Going well. We're all in one place now. We just don't know where things are. We're still getting out of boxes. Is that moving or old age? Uh, a little both, I guess. <laughs> there you go. So Too old to have moved, but anyway, it's good. There you go. All right, let's jump into some Geeks of the Week. Who wants to go first? We don't know who's doing what, so we're just going to have to pivot. It looks like Jay brought in a popular mechanics or something from 1983. <laughs> so, yeah. 2017, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> the V8 engine is poised to be the next big thing. I will tell you, this was uh, an article, and the whole idea of the series, the article was things that were seemed like really good ideas, and some were and some weren't. And this is not my geek of the week, but to give you an idea, one of the little blurbs was about how Netflix was going to start making original movies, and, and they wondered how that would go. Wow. <laughs> so this is like three or four years ago. Are, when, are you sure that's not from 2007? No, no it was 2007. They had made like The Ridiculous Six, and there's a few other yeah. things like House of Cards and stuff like that, but as far as movies go, okay. they were like projecting, and I just think it's kind of funny to look back now and see that yeah. now they're now they're Oscar nominated, you know, streaming. Have things, they won but. an Oscar yet for a movie? I don't think they I don't won, think they won, won Best one, Picture, but that uh, there was one a couple years ago. Was yeah. the Irishman nominated? The Irishman. Yeah, and something. then there was the other one. The oh, the one with the uh, Casey Affleck. Well, was that Netflix too? Oh, that was Amazon. That was an Amazon yeah, studio. Sure was. Yeah. Still same point. Same point. So and, anyway, and, in and Mank is, is supposed to be an Oscar. Yeah, for, I can't for, wait to see that. That's going to be good. Yeah, sorry. Oh, That's okay. Did you still have something? I'm now getting to the actual Geek of the Week. <laughs> this was kind of... <laughs> Granted, this article was the beginning. Hey, this is starting to come out, and I looked it up to see, you know, how where they were, and it's kind of fascinating. And that is a three D printer that can print food. Oh, yeah. It's called a replicator. Replicator. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in the beginning of this article, it's a guy named Hyde That's a Lipson. Star Trek reference, huh? That's a Star Trek reference. Oh uh, well, of course, I've seen that. I've seen that episode. Uh, <laughs> that episode. Yeah, the one, the one with the replicator. The one with the replicator and the triples. <laughs> Joey, dude, what do you want? <laughs> Wow. Okay. Anyway, it is fascinating that the different things that can be done, um, I think they still have a ways to go. But when you Google, you know, the shopping tab under 3D food printers, they range from, they start about $1,500. Wow. And go up. So I guess the more expensive they are, the more they can do. Another one I found was like 3,900 euros. So they're expensive if they actually make food. But 
I remembered um, a couple of years ago, I was out at Mississippi State on a game day, and I think it was Hampton Inn had this trailer, and you could get a pancake with, oh, yeah. with your face printed on it. So yeah. that's a, that was like a, a surface-level 3D printing. And I'm guessing at my son's wedding, he had a uh, the groom's cake had the, a replica of the, the Hobbit book on yeah. top. Oh. And I know she printed out a sugar sheet to go on top of that. So that's I'm right. thinking that's the same sort of thing. But one of the really practical things that this article mentioned was the possibility, and this kind of comes through my wife's work. She's a occupational therapist at a uh, nursing home. And sometimes the patients have to have pureed food because they can't swallow well or right. for other reasons. And so she sent me a picture one day of three piles of puree and said, you know, yeah, name these, you know, name these, name these foods. And I, I didn't do very well, but with the 3d printer, you could take the purees and like, if you had salmon, you could make it into like a block of salmon. Or if it was, I don't know, whatever they could make it look more, Appealing to the eye, but still meet the needs of the patient, which I just thought was was kind of neat. We we call that the Mac Rib treatment, yeah, <laughs> which right. is currently back. back out. Yeah, I think right, right now. I, you know, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I read something just really fascinating about the Mac Rib, where they they the speculation was Mac Rib launches when there is a uh, pork belly. Uh, a pork a lull in pork prices oh. and so uh statistics have shown that the mac rib sells very popular uh very a lot in the first two to three weeks but at like week six it really drops off it becomes it is no longer uh economically feasible to do a mac rib after six weeks and it's the same process that the mcnugget is you oh i've seen that video you yeah. don't want to watch that no, if you like McNuggets. Yeah. You don't. You don't. So anyway, so but so, yeah. but there, and then this. I don't think this company's doing it anymore because most of their posts were almost as old as this magazine. But there was a company called Food Inc. I N K that did pop up restaurants and everything was three D printed from the plates really? to the silverware, even the fixtures. All the apparently I don't know how they'd have to have a giant printer to make a yeah a chair but apparently everything in there was was 3d printed including the food so and the cooks and the do people, a laser the people were 3d printed people, as well <laughs> may have been like a baseball stadium now yeah <laughs> but it uh, one of the things in the article was talking about, you know, how does it cook if it's a if it's uncooked paste and there's like a laser at at the point where it comes out and it cooks the food <laughs> as it comes so it's out. Safe. Yeah. Wow. So I just, anyway, I just want a good old stuff. I just want a good old fashioned replicator is what I want. Yeah. You know where you push the button, it's like a microwave and it appears. Yeah. Tea. Well, we're uh, gray. Hot. We're getting close. We're getting close. What's your uh, What's your geek? My geek is, is is really just kind of a follow-up of what we talked about uh, last week with HBO Max doing the, uh, the movies. And if you've seen the, uh, the fallout. The back The backlash. <laughs> yes. Apparently, HBO Max didn't check this with any of the creatives that uh, work with. Christopher Nolan was one of the more outspoken ones that just really blasted Boy, him. he went after him, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. So uh, they had made a, a great deal with uh, Patty Jenkins and uh, the Wonder Woman uh, movie stuff, apparently. They had a, a great deal for them. Yeah. But then just didn't take the others into consideration. And they're just kind of like supposed to follow along with it. And they're saying this is all uh, a loss leader for their streaming service. And they're kind of, you know, these people aren't getting nearly the revenue that they're supposed to get from. No. Uh, that they would normally, not that I think they would get it with current situation. Anyway, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they're really, really hot about it. James Gunn seems to be kind of uh, mad about it with Suicide uh, Squad. 
uh, his thing. Not as much, but Christopher Nolan is the one that really stood out and just said, boy, they have really screwed us up. Did we talk about Legendary last week, uh, looking to sue? Did we get No, did we that? didn't. We didn't. That only okay. kind of came out. I yet. can't remember what we did yeah, last yeah, week. Or that's what, so, so Legendary Pictures, which owns, uh, which financed uh, Dune and Godzilla versus Kong, they financed 75% of it. They are, the, the, the thought is they're going to sue Warner Brothers not to, to stream it. Yeah. I don't think we talked about that because it seemed like it no, came out right after we yeah. we, we, we talked. Because that's when we started we had the podcast, and then you go, oh, <laughs> wow. Well, they think they're not they're going to get the revenue from the theaters because that didn't seem very likely. Well, no. So apparently, uh, Legendary had a deal in place with Netflix to sell Godzilla versus Kong to Netflix for two hundred and fifty million dollars, right? Rather than HBO Max. Then it, yeah, yeah, and so Warner Brothers or Warner Media vetoed that and said we're going to take it to HBO Max for obviously a lot. Less money than yeah. two hundred fifty million. So right? there's there's actual revenue you can look at that they have lost. Yeah. You know the the revenue that they may or may not have made in the theater is all subjective. But that's that's money in a contract that they've lost. So that um, so I think that you said they're suing, right? There's speculation. That I think they're they, sue. I think the thing is right now people are trying to do stuff without bringing legal action. Yeah. You know, hoping that HBO Max will do its right or Warner Media will do its right. But uh, yeah, it's very interesting to see what's what's going to happen with that so their release schedule went from 21 pictures to three yeah. oh gosh so, <laughs> um, which may negate our whole second half but uh, I uh, think it's still going to work yeah I think it's still going to work so well, I haven't signed up yet but what for our second half for of no, the show no <laughs> I'll leave up. HBO Actually, Max. Uh, we were uh, going to tell you about your contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Art and I have a streaming contract with Netflix. Yeah, so that's right. sweet. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're they're actually only going going to go I'll up on our monthly subscription DVD. by fifty cents yeah, as opposed right, to two dollars. Right. So that's the deal we worked out. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Mrs. Reed. Yeah. Um, so I'm still stuck with DC Universe, uh, but no, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. So when's when's DC Universe going to be? End of done, this done, year, done? I think, and then we'll we'll go just to comics only. I keep thinking I need to watch some of this content that's on there, but I, I haven't so much yet. But I keep hitting you. Quibi on my phone. This is it's in the same position on a different screen as as the podcast app, and they're both purple. And so several times I've hit Quibi. I'm like, shoot, I just need to delete that app. Yeah. You really do because <laughs> because they're not streaming anything anymore, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Wow. What's your geek My geek of the week is a rumor that Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil yes. on the Netflix television Marvel Universe, has signed up for Spider-Man 3. If you guys will recall, at the end of Spider-Man 2, J. Jonah Jameson, with his, uh, his InfoWorlds-esque YouTube channel, had unmasked and identified that Peter Parker was Spider-Man after he killed Mysterio. So the speculation is he's going to, he being Peter Parker, Parker is going to need legal defense. Ah. Who better than the Daredevil? Yeah, Yeah, the devil of Hell's Kitchen, Mac Murdoch, who is a lawyer. There's also speculation that if they don't pull Charlie Cox in, that they'll bring in She-Hulk um, the, oh, okay. because she's a lawyer as well. Yeah. So it's not confirmed that Charlie Cox, Cox is going in, uh, but 
Spider-Man Three is shaping up to be quite interesting because you've got um, you've got Alfred Molina who played Doc Ock, Doctor Octopus in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man yeah, Two. The best of those three, I thought. Absolutely, you've got uh, Jamie Fox as Electro from mm-hmm. the second Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also speculation that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire have signed on to play, as well as their respective love interest from their universe. Right. So all of a sudden, you've got a chock full multi-universe Spider-Man 3 that we know Doctor Strange is part of. So yeah. because Benedict Cumberbatch has signed on to play Doctor Strange in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. So where's Miles Morales? Somebody speculated that wouldn't it be cool if a comic book Miles Morales showed up? I mean, a, a animated Miles Morales oh, yeah. from Spider-Verse. Like, uh, Spider-Verse, yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, that could be So quite- there's going to be three different Spider-Man characters in different universes at the same time. Yeah, is the, that what they're yeah. speculating? The universe is going to kind of yeah cross over. Maybe. Did you see oh, Into I the Spider Verse? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe that something. Same like, idea, yeah. just not animated. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Oh, so kind of interesting. I think it's very interesting. Yeah, I think that'll be good. And they, I think they need to do something. Uh, a lot of folks, you know, after the Avengers Endgame stuff, kind of consider that to be done. I think they're going to need something to pull. Absolutely. We'll all be there, of course. Yeah. But they're going to need to pull something back to get the masses, hopefully, into theaters at that time. So, you know, the, the two-year window in the Netflix Marvel shows have, mm-hmm. have ended. So, um, the rights, well, Jessica Jones, I think, uh, the rights will revert back in February of 21. Yeah. And uh, I think Iron uh, um Power Man? No, Iron Fist okay. as well. Will okay. no, he I guess a, it would be it would be Luke Cage. Luke as well. Cage was one of the last ones. Yeah, so I think Luke Luke Cage was in the last Jessica Jones as right. well. Uh-huh. So yeah. I think his his rights are tied up until two years past his last appearance. Yeah, so that'd be with Jessica Jones. Yeah. yeah. So um, how cool would that be if we could pull some of those guys into the? Yeah, because they were those are great portrayals. I thought. Well, Iron Fist. Well, was, yeah, I'm still about Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, yeah, Punisher. Yeah, uh, Jessica Jones. The whole I mean, Daredevil cast was, was phenomenal. You know, Kingpin, uh, that whole cast would be would be good. Oh man, I'd love to see Kingpin. I mean, that's a Spider-Man villain as well. He, he is, crosses yeah. over between the two of them. Yeah, he was uh, Vincent, unpronounceable uh, D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio, unpronounceable last name for Robbie. Uh, <laughs> I think was probably the best uh, Kingpin I've ever seen. One of the best Marvel vil- or comic book villains I've Absolutely. ever seen because you felt bad for him. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, it's going to be curious if, who they'll pull in for Goblin hmm. or Hobgoblin. Well, I guess it'd be the Goblin, the Green Goblin. Uh-huh. So, um, I don't know that Defoe would revisit that character. That would be kind of neat if he did. Absolutely. Boy, and really do him like the comic book, a little, do a little, you know, better than the Power Ranger. So, so you know, the, the thing with, um, the thing with uh, Doc Ock and Spider-Man 2, he's dead. So, where are they getting, where are they getting Doc Ock from mm-hmm. in continuity of the Raimi-verse? So, anyway, it, it's, it, it, it could be quite interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, they definitely have my attention. I'm kind of wavering on the Eternals and a few other things. Yeah. Um, but um, Spider-Man 3 could potentially launch the whole Marvel multiverse. I heard a joking comment. I don't think it's a real thing at all, but they thought it would be cool if... Um Oh gosh, uh, who played who played Captain America? Oh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah, I get one to say Ryan Reynolds. I said that's not right. But Chris Evans would come back as a multiverse version of Johnny Storm since he played. <laughs> since he played. Oh, that would be great. Be cool? Yeah, that and, would be and great. especially because you could see a great scene. Uh, with Spider-Man, who knows Captain America, going, what? Cap, what? I thought you were dead. He goes, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm Johnny Storm. <laughs> Johnny Storm. Yeah. Flame on. 
There you go. Uh, all right, three geeks of the week. We're flaming into the last half. We're going to talk home theater, and we're going to talk with one Mr. Art Shirley about his expectations. <laughs> and maybe his wife's. See you on the other side. And the guys of a certain age are back after a certain break. And we kept Jay in studio this time, so that's great. Hey, hey. Yeah, there you go. So, Art, you're in the midst of, or you just you just uh, finished a move to a new house. Yeah, move. And like I said, we were in boxes, so we're, we're still kind of figuring that stuff out. But but in the upstairs, you have... We have an attic over our, our carport. Okay, and so it's over the carport. It's over the carport, yeah. And uh, going by the roof line, it's about 1,000 square feet. Coming into the actual usable space, it's probably closer to 800, 900 square feet. And uh, I'm thinking the back half of that thing really needs to be a home theater. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we talked a little bit about... Uh, uh, the HBO Max stuff early on, and of course, last episode we did, and the need or the, um, the desire maybe for <laughs> it's a, a home need. theater because it's a need. you know I mean has the world changed or, or I hope theaters aren't aren't going to become a thing of the past because I still like going to the theater, but the idea of having a really nice home theater that could stay set up or would be very easy to mm-hmm. to convert to a home theater would be a great thing right now i've got a i've got a screen that will do a you know 120 120 inch diagonal picture it's a i've got an hd projector uh and um and but you know it, it's a process of bringing that thing up setting up it on a stand uh you know tying it all into the apple tv and to speakers and all this kind of stuff and i really would like to have that set up so i sent pictures to robbie no we've talked about uh, we've talked offline about it talked offline about it and uh it may make it a project we've got some other projects that are going to go ahead of it unfortunately for me but uh but i i gave you a logical argument for that you did and uh, apparently uh when presented i maybe need matt murdoch to help present that <laughs> so that didn't uh yeah. that didn't carry over yeah. there well you know i mean she's interested in it but just yeah. like you know first thing we need to do is, is get our stuff out of the uh cars and carport and, and into the <sighs> attic, you know, so they're stored, but, uh, but I still think there's plenty of room. Yeah. I think there's plenty of room. It'll be a 20 square foot yeah. home theater. So yeah, so, you've got a home theater. I, so I've got a home theater system and Jay, you've got one too. Yes, I do. So what describe your system, Jay? When we moved into our house, the, the, most of the speakers were already set up. So it's got a, there's, I guess it wasn't in each corner of the room. And then I had to buy the, the speaker that sits in front of the TV and then the big booming bass box in the back. The woofer. The yeah. woofer. The subwoofer. Subwoofer. It's yes. a subwoofer. I've got big, Submariner big bad woofer. subwoofer. <laughs> and so what they did is they came in, and it's also connected to the rest of my house. Like I can play music or whatever outside and in different rooms. But uh, So you had a third-party company do this for you. Are they yes. done some of it already? Or Pardon? Did you buy the house with it? Some of it. It was already in the house. Okay. Yeah. So all, all I had to do is hire somebody to come in, and I had to buy the two other speakers. Have somebody come in and somebody connect come, all the wires. Somebody <laughs> come in to to hook up his VHS DVD combo mm-hmm. player. Oh, I've got lots of stuff, but it's got a what an Onkyo receiver that that kind of coordinates everything, yeah. and I got a Harmony remote that that turns it all sure. off and on most of the time. Most of the yeah. time. Yeah. Harmony remotes are kind of, they, the ones I've played with have been kind of hit or miss. I think they've gotten a lot better in the past few years. But. It's, I'm amazed that it has worked as long as it has without having any major problems. The biggest problem we have really is sometimes when you're going back and forth between, say, Apple TV or the DVD or whatever, sometimes you lose volume and you have to go back and yeah. forth. And sometimes you lose, um, like, it'll supposed to turn the TV on and it won't, or it'll turn it off and you just have to go into the device right. and fix it. But. 
So I consider that minor. Do you have a projector or do you have no, a... We just have like a 70-inch TV or something like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So do you have any light control in your home theater or is it or is it basically your, your den or living room set up? With it's home? our living room set up. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, we can dim the lights if you want to. Um, you can... Uh, you're right next to the kitchen, right next but to yeah, the bathroom. bathroom. Right, yeah, right. All the, bathroom. the all the all the needs are right there. <laughs> so, right, there? but it's worked well. It's it's amazing <laughs> to Certainly me. Certainly, you're not like watching from the commode at some point. <laughs> no, I can barely see the left side of the TV screen. Okay, from the commode. Yes, I can hear it just fine, but I can't see it. <laughs> Yeah. That's where the subwoofer okay, is. Okay, let's just keep on moving along, guys. <laughs> Brought let's, to you by TMI. Yeah, way too much information. Yeah. So our home theater system is kind of interesting. When we moved into the house that we're in, uh, we had uh, we had a den that had been converted to, well, it had been a carport that had been converted to kind of a utility room prior to our occupancy, and we took it on and turned it into a den. Yeah. And uh, so I've got a projector. Uh, I think I'm on my third projector. It's a true HD projector. Maybe an Optima. I think it's an Optima. Yeah, that's what mine is, an Optima HD. Yeah, and it, it looks great. We've got a uh, we've got a screen that's on the wall. Um, now, yours, yours is mounted, yeah, right? Both the projector and the screens are mounted, That's right? correct. It's yeah. ceiling mounted. It's ceiling mounted. Um, so we've got, um, you know, it's far enough back where we can fill up the screen. The screen's probably 120 inches, yeah, 110 what, yeah. inches, uh-huh. something like that. Um, so it stays on the wall the entire time. We've got Do a, you pull it down? No. Okay, no. so it's actually there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we have a uh, Bose, um, one of their home theater systems. It's a... 5.1 surround sound system. So it has a it has a a, a a box that has all video and audio inputs that go into it, and then you have a unified remote that you you, yeah. you control with. Um, and it's a it's a nine ten year old box, and it does a good job. Uh, it's not 4K capable, uh, which is one of the strikes against it. And it's got limited HDMI outputs. It's only got one HDMI output. Uh-huh. The way I've got everything set up at the uh, at the the house is I've got DirecTV, Apple TV, uh, PS3, and an old HD DVD player. Yeah, art that's right. Going yeah, into that we bought at the same time that we bought at the same time. Going into to the uh, the Bose, I've got a secondary. I've got a I've got HD component coming out of the DV, the DirecTV receiver going into the Bose main CPU system. Then I've got a home run HDMI into our living room because this is our den to a TV in the living room so we can watch direct tv with a single remote option where mm-hmm. we're just just like it's direct tv hooked directly up yeah. but we can actually get that 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 signal into the bose system home theater as well so all that to say this uh, it's a 5.1 system it's got a it doesn't have it's got a center channel left right it's got a subwoofer and it's got two surrounds mm-hmm most things now are 7.1. Yeah. And so you've got uh, a center left, right. You've got surround left, right. And you've got kind of a mid left, right. It depends on where you put that at. Um, and the the speaker technology that we have is fine, but it's really come a long ways. And, you know, kind of the, the thing du jour now is if you don't want to go and run a bazillion cables, you can get some really nice sound bars that sound amazing with faux surround in them. Yeah, and it, it, the sound bar, so you don't have other speakers, right? That's the sound right. bar is doing that faux surround. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it usually takes an ARC HDMI out, which I think is audio return command 
or control or something like mm-hmm. that. Maybe it's command and control. Who knows? Um, but you're, you're taking the HDMI out of your TV, and usually you're, you've got a large traditional OLED, LED, flat screen TV. Mm-hmm. And so you're using that kind of as your hub. So that's kind of the down and dirty home theater principles. You can usually, you can sometimes add a subwoofer to it. But the real, if I was building from ground up, mm-hmm. I would look at a 7.1 um, system, uh, kind of like what Jay has done, where you've got a, a central receiver, um, and then you're controlling everything from that central receiver. Now, back in our days, guys, I'm looking at my techniques receiver over there on the floor here yeah. in the podcast studio. Um it's not really a receiver. It's an amplifier because almost never, no one uses these to pick up AM FM stereo anymore. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you get a a central unit that's going to, that's going to amp integrate it. That's going to push all your stuff, Mm -hmm. all your inputs come in. And then that pushes out to your projector and speakers. And that's using an HDMI for both video because the video is coming into the receiver too. Like your receiver goes, yeah. Yeah. And then it goes out to whatever your so projector or your television. Right? That that's yeah. correct. So HDMI, the HDMI protocol can carry and does carry audio. Yeah. Sometimes it you'll can carry seven one audio. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll see, uh, like on the back of generation three Apple TVs, you'll see a little RCA phono connector. Right. That's a single, and that's a digital. Um, audio that you can pull some receivers will mm-hmm. pull that in but if you keep i i personally think if you could keep it to a one cable solution yeah. it's just cleaner and uh, you've got less points of, of failure yeah. and that's what i've got my apple tv going hdmi out into uh sound it's five one sound bar and uh and then so it goes into that and then there's an output that goes to for using the projector it goes to the projector yeah and uh, so the sound and everything is coming from that one source. We've got one. I've got a you know a long uh, HDMI cord that goes to the projector that I go across the room with, and so you know the sound is coming from where it needs to be. That was one thing we kind of kept running into is like sometimes the sound would be yeah the wrong side of the room. You know? Yeah. So, so you know if if I was designing a a system from ground up, if uh-huh. I had a base not a basement, but if I had a basement, I don't have a basement. If I had an attic that I uh-huh. could pull things from the. The, the important things are uh, light control because mm-hmm. if if you can kill all light coming into the room, then you end up with a uh, you can go with a projector. You can go with a projector regardless. Yeah. But you know the advantages of a of a screen versus a projector, a, a, an LED panel or a QLED panel, um, traditional on screen television on on wall TV. The blacks are better. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. with a projector, your blacks are a little bit elevated. They're a little milky. You can get your blacks looking better if you eliminate. All right. All That's light. Why, you know, at, at night with the lights off, it's, it's a better way to, I mean, you, we can watch it during the day. It's a, it's a pretty sure. forgiving projector, but, uh, it's, it's certainly better, you know, when there's no, there's a, as little as possible ambient light coming, coming through. And so, you know, one of the schools of thought, you want to, you want to paint your walls dark or neutral. Well, I mean, very, as dark as you can. You That's can why do. you were suggesting black burlap. So one of the things that when Art and I were talking, um, via text we he's got um, his his rafters are open in his attic so mm-hmm. what i would do is i would put as much uh insulation in those rafters as possible is there a special insulation to use for sound dampening or just insulation insulation is insulation okay. so so you've got two things right so with sound you've got two principles you're working with you're working with uh transmission which is isolation 
uh, which you use insulation to isolate, say that fast 20 times. <laughs> so then you've got, you've got reflectance. So transmission is you're trying to make something soundproof. Now you can make a room completely soundproof, but you're going to have horrible echoes. So soundproof transmission is um, just, you're not allowing sound in the box, in the room, escaping to the outside of mm-hmm. the room or vice versa. So you want, as much mass into the walls as possible in order to cut down transmission for soundproofing. So um, So the neighbors aren't hearing, you know, that's right. Battlestar Galactica. So in our, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So in our edit or or war of the worlds in our edit bays, we use mineral wool insulation, which is expensive, but is so incredibly good for insulation. We have that in the walls and the ceiling and those, those rooms are are almost soundproof. Um, so the, the, we're able to heat or AC those air condition those yeah. very effectively because that transmission becomes a thermal barrier as well. So, uh-huh. so I would put as much insulation in those rafters if I could, if I could afford it, you know, I would do thermal, I would do um, mineral, wool. I would do mineral wool. That stuff's itchy. It's yucky. That's the old stuff. That's the old stuff. Yeah. yeah but it's unbelievable. Uh-huh. And that would save on your thermal load because you need to put a mini split in a HVAC mm-hmm. system in there. So, Number one, I would put insulation in. The second thing is you want to cut down on hard surfaces for reflectance. So in our podcast studio, you two can see, but the listener can't. I've got black panels scattered around. Right. And those are to disrupt flat surfaces mm-hmm. because that's where reflections come from. Right. So that's why I was saying for, for your system, um, I would insulate, then I would put burlap because the, uh, the, the insulation, if it's not behind a sheetrock, is going to give you some some absorbing of echoes. Right. And because it's the burlap, you're not going to have that flat surface that you'd have with a drywall. That's right. That's okay. right. So I try to stay away from drywall if I could. Mm-hmm. That's why I think a black burlap, because that does you a couple of things. You know, it can be a really cool look. Uh, these sound panels are a black burlap. Yeah. Um, it can be a really cool look. You don't have to paint it. It mm-hmm. sucks all the light in. Easy and, to install. Yeah. Yeah. You just need a stapler and scissors. Uh-huh. So and a couple of, you know, sons. Yeah, that's right. That you can yeah, supervise. That's right. So, um, you know, that what I would do looking at your attic, I would put up a partition wall. I'd mm-hmm. put up a, a bonafide wall, but put the, your storage divide, d- dividing the storage space from the right. theater space. That's right. right. Yeah. I would put the storage by the window as you were showing me in that that Okay, that photo. by the window rather than Absolutely okay. because you want to you want to try to to separate that from everything i would put a door somewhere in that dividing wall so you can get there oh yeah that that would be a good thing wide enough so you can get in or out Uh, yeah i actually thought about maybe like a a pocket door or a double door something so we could get big pieces of stuff in and out if we needed to exactly and you could do something kind of white house-esque if you look at the oval office the doors in the oval office don't have trim around right so they kind of they kind of hide into the yeah, uh, you know, this is my West Wing fandom coming out, but I've seen this in actual pictures of the Oval. So you could actually do something where you don't have trim around the door, where it's almost like a secret door. Yeah, yeah you like know, that. you know, yeah. to the to the left, you know. But uh, that would be a wall, and you would have insulation in there. Or is it just a kind of a framed up wall? You know, uh, I would put insulation in it just as well. to kind of help. Yeah. Yeah, with the with the heating and cooling. Of the that's heat. right. That's right. right. Okay. Because you want to condition the space, mm-hmm. uh, and on that somewhere you would have to put your mini split. So I'd get a 
fairly cheap mini split um, so that you've got heating and cooling with that mini split. Right. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. So that would be outside. You'd have an outside unit, unit that comes up to the and would come in through the window or possible to the wall. So so what happens with those mini splits is you have your compressor outside. Then you have a couple of copper runs that have got the refrigerant in them that come up you know, alongside the wall or yeah. outside. Then it punches through. Then you've got a unit inside. Okay. And that's what's actually providing the air. So you're what you're doing is you're transitioning, you're transmitting uh, heated refrigerant in copper lines. You're not taking air from a big unit and distributing up there. So your source of air is going to be that little unit on the on the wall. Right. Okay. Does that so make how sense? Would, yeah, it does. So that would be the storage area. How would you get that into the... Uh do you have a duct that takes it into so the uh, I, home I, theater? I wouldn't put it in the storage area. I'd put it on one of the walls in the home theater area. Is that okay. going to make noise? Uh, yeah, but the whole thing is you get it as warm or as cool as you want. It's so well insulated that should coast fairly well. Uh -huh. So if you put it at the back wall away from the opposite from the screen far enough back, you shouldn't hear very much. Okay. So, Art, you want to? Get, get closer to your mic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I've, got, I've gotten relaxed. Yeah, now. I feel like I'm like, actually in a consulting thing now yeah, as opposed right. to a podcast. Sorry, listeners. I, does that mean I can send you a bill? Uh, no. Oh, okay. So, but you've got one of the cool things about what you've got with this attic is you've got space that's customizable. Mm -hmm. um, I would put a, I'd put some sort of carpet. I'd put a utility carpet on the ground again to try to cut. Any. The reflection from the floor. That's right. Yeah. And then, I mean, you could go crazy. You could actually do an elevated that's what second I'm row. I about a tiered row. Yeah, yeah. That would be that's that would be the dream. And you just come up four the inches. Dream, Jay. Yeah. You could just come up four inches and build you a, a two by four box. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and put and then uh, put carpet on top of that. Yeah. Well, you'd want to put plywood on top of that. Then well, put I mean, carpet. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's a trampoline. Yeah. Boing, boing, plop. <laughs> you know, the chairs any higher. Not well, the burlap. <laughs> Just, yeah. So, but uh, I suggested to uh, suggested to the guys that we should uh, check in on Art's journey. You know, maybe monthly on the podcast, and instead of it, instead of the DC Death Watch, it would yeah. be the Art Home Theater Watch. But uh, yeah, we'll have to see how that works. We'll out. see how that works. So, what kind of chairs? are you looking at or have you folding, gotten that far folding like lawn chairs padded folding but yeah <laughs> well yeah. you can get those at sam's right That's right, right. Yeah. yeah 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 uh no i'd love to have i mean obviously i'd love to have uh, some type of recliner yeah you know, whatever but uh you know just something comfortable probably so you could put you a kind of a, a love seat couch on that yeah. elevated and yeah. put you like two or three nice chairs up front right and then everything ideally would be controlled through a single remote yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. so and I mean, there's so many pieces, parts to this equation, mm -hmm. but I think projection, if you could control light projection is the way to go mm -hmm. instead of a flat screen. Um, I think you've got to put insulation in the, in the wall since it's an open build, um, in order to cut down on transmission so that your neighbors don't begin to hate you. Yeah. And then you've got to do something to control echo. And then yeah. I think you'll have a great sounding, great looking home theater. That'd be very cool. And kill all outside light. Make sure you don't have any outside light. Well, coming. if we, if we go to where well, there's a door, but we could easily kill the light coming in from the, the, 
outside the yeah. door to the outside. I think that would be no problem. So yeah. how do you how do you access this attic? Is it like a pull down staircase or is it from no, a second a, floor? It's a, it's a sec. It's got its own stairway. It's its own. It's a separate building, so it's above the carport, and then uh, there's a um, okay. there's a, a stairwell leading leading up to it to a, a, a door that you gotcha. walk into. So okay. could you put a ticket uh, taker at the yeah, bottom? Absolutely. That's exactly what we do. There you go. Oh, and and yeah. when we're talking about home theater. I'll give you the a little background into my home theater experience. I may have told you all this before, but uh, when that was, I don't know, 12, 13 years old, we would buy these, uh, uh, you could get these eight millimeter real movies. Um, there would be seven to 14 minutes and there would be condensed uh, movies. So like yeah. we horror movies like Rodan and uh, a bunch of giant behemoth, these mm-hmm. movies, we would do that. And uh, friends of mine and I, would record soundtracks to them because they didn't come with sound. So we would record soundtracks and try to sync those together with this cassette recorder and play them. And we had a hallway that we could get dark and an old projector, and we would charge people 10 cents to come watch. And we had like two rows of, um, of chairs running down the, the sidewalk, and people would come watch these things. Of course, the battery uh, would greatly affect the, the synchronization of the uh, sound to the movie, but it just <laughs> added to the experience, you know, so it was, it was kind of fun. Now, my sisters started charging, you know, 10 cents for popcorn, and they made a whole lot more money than we did. <laughs> So it was, but then we call it the hallway of horror. So wait, haven't I heard that? You've heard that before. I have. That's right. It it it, uh, served as an inspiration for a uh, so a a movie that uh, was made later on. Did you retcon it back? Is that what you did? What the hallway of horror? Horror, Yes. It. uh, Wow. So I think we need to reboot the hallway of horror if you make this. This may this may be the attic of horror by the time it's all said. It kind of would lend itself as is for that. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to shoot a feature in there before we do that. And that could be the first thing we show in the Oh, that would be fun. That'd be fun. We can make the Tibbet (laughs) Memorial. Oh. Oh man, yeah, that would be, be cool. That would be cool. So, Ryan, you didn't know Ron Tibbet J. So yeah, that, that would be. I know who he is. That yeah. would be very fitting. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. When are we going to get started? You want us over Saturday? Uh, yeah. If you come over Saturday, we can just start moving boxes. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I have not to that kind of thing. Arnold, take no. all the help we can get to get him to yeah this project. Yeah, yeah no. You right. got you got sense. And uh, for that. how are you on uh, bathroom uh, renovations as well? So we may have to look at some of them. Man, is I, there one in the? <laughs> no, no. That's a good point, Jay. That's a good point. You said it's a separate building, right? Yeah. Oh, so you're talking real money. Here's what you need, though. You need to get an outhouse. And we don't need anybody. An outhouse that looks like a TARDIS. <laughs> oh. That would be pretty slick. Oh, yeah. it would be. <laughs> uh, oh, he went yes. there. He went there. <laughs> yeah, I will tell yeah. you, man, when you're talking about running plumbing, sewer, water, oh, yeah. yeah that's a whole different. That's, whole different yeah, yeah. Yeah. We may just uh, we may just get you an orange juice bottle. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I could talk a is, lot about this, but I shan't. Yeah, this this is the way. <laughs> to, you what? Huh? You shan't. <laughs> I shan't. This is the way to keep Jay away from your home theater. Oh, okay. Well, it may be a way that. to keep you away from yeah, your home theater. That's right. That's right. So, all right. We're closer to the woods out the back door. <laughs> you know, well, that's what you know. We probably could go just right off the little. Okay, the so that does it for this week's guy. Of a, Why are of our a plants eight? dying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, never mind. Uh, all right. That's it. We're done. That's it. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, we really appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. <laughs>